Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Today, we are here with Nick Morgan-Jones, who, after years of wearing hearing aids, decided it's time to design and build his own unique hearing aid. Nick, tell us where this journey started for you and how you got started on this project. Hey, Ben. Yeah, so this is a pretty personal project for me. And I think, you know, maybe I'll explain in a nutshell, in one sentence, what I'm doing. And that is, I'm trying to design hearing-enhancing wearables for people who don't want to wear hearing aids, because that was always me. That was... I needed hearing aids probably since the age of 10. And I remember before getting them that, you know, when I was told I was going to have these these devices, which would make me hear better, the kind of 10-year-old spy kid inside me was more thinking like, wow, I'm going to have superhuman hearing. This is going to be so cool. And I was kind of excited to get them. And then I wore them for the first few days at school. And then I very quickly realized that I did not want to be the kid wearing hearing aids and then completely refused to wear them for like the next 10 years and throughout that whole period from what was it around kind of like age 10 to around 19 I didn't even ever consider wearing hearing aids I always had them in my bedroom and so I had them on the NHS in in the UK the National Health Service Um, so they were free and I could use them at my disposal but I just did not want to be the person wearing hearing aids. I didn't like this this kind of label for disability being stuck to the side of my head. Um, I didn't feel like I required a kind of medical assistance. And so while I clearly needed assistance in hearing, I I didn't want it to feel like so medical. So I just really avoided it the whole time. But because I wasn't wearing them, I found myself in so many embarrassing situations where I would be, I, I would miss what someone is saying when everyone else heard. And because my hearing is like, let's say 50%. I can hear like some things, but but not others without hearing aids. So a lot of the time people would assume my hearing's normal and then suddenly I don't respond to them or I completely miss something. And I think people would assume that my my head in the clouds and not paying attention or whatever. And I just ended up in so many embarrassing situations because of it. And it wasn't until I was at university when I was 19 that I figured, yeah, I should probably actually get a hearing aid. And so I got them and, you know, since wearing them. And and Nick, tell us, what was it about university? Was it the education? Was it conversations with peers? Was it going on dates? What was it? Why was it important then and not before or not later? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think it's definitely a mix of all of those things, really. I mean, yeah, being in any situation... Being on a date, for example, that's a classic situation where, you know, you want to be your best and you don't want to be perceived as anything other than what you want to be perceived. And your hearing is so important in order to be able to project yourself and communicate in a way that is perceived as confident. And in social situations, the whole idea of being witty, being quick is all about being perceptive and, and and astute and aware of what's going on. And if you've got any kind of hindrance there, then it's going to be that much harder to kind of, again, project yourself in that environment. And I think, you know, as I was a kid growing up, 
I think kids are just generally louder and kind of everything, everything's a bit here, there, whatever. But when you get to university, everything kind of got a little bit more serious. So it was becoming an adult. And I think it became kind of more important to me at the same time. So the hearing aids I got and still have are uh, Phonak Lyric hearing aids. So these are completely invisible hearing aids. And at the time, that was, that was amazing for me. It's like, okay, I can hear better, but I don't have this visible label for disability. So I think as many people would agree, invisibility and discretion was a really important factor for me in order to hide what essentially was a disability. I didn't want to hide it, didn't want to accept it. So instead, I resort to, to having something invisible. And, you know, so I'm now 28 years old. So the last kind of nine years has been, um, it's been absolutely life-changing in the sense of now I'm able to hear so many things. This, what we call it, like concentration fatigue, not having to concentrate so much on everything that everyone's saying, having so many fewer embarrassing situations, just ultimately being so much more comfortable and confident in myself because I'm wearing hearing aids is, uh, yeah, it's, it's really quite amazing. But it just annoys me that it took me 10 years to get to that point and uh i'm sure you're aware this is actually pretty much the average it takes people to get from the point where they find out they could benefit from hearing aids to actually going ahead and getting them so yeah i mean my life's a lot different now and i'm kind of in a point now where i was thinking you know i want to change that i want to change that that 10-year adoption period i don't want people to have to think that or admit or go through a sense of acceptance with a concept of disability in order to just hear better why can't we just have something that you want to wear also why wouldn't you want to wear something that just enhances the way you hear the world i think it it should be a desirable piece of consumer technology and so that's my mission now i decided to work on this project which is uh, currently called butterfly audio and i want to design hearing technology which is not meant to be hidden that is genuinely perceived as desirable and is something that i personally want to wear and i hope a lot of other people do too thank you for that and you you have scratched your own itch you had the need created a a pathway to a new solution and how has that been so far at a very high level what are you trying to do what are the problems you're trying to solve with these devices and what does it look like so far? Yeah, so this started out at the beginning of this year or kind of in spring kind of time where I I decided to make a video and kind of blog this from a, this is the problem I'm solving and like, does anyone want to get on board? I basically said like, hey, I'm Nick and I'm going to design my own pair of custom hearing aids in my bedroom. And at that time, I had an idea of what it could look like, <laughs> but really no idea how to actually go ahead and make it. So the last year for me has really been a lot of designing and prototyping, trying to actually design something that I would be comfortable wearing in public. And I'm really starting by doing this for myself. I think if you're going to design a product first, like you said, scratch your own itch and then try to, to help other people as well. One of the challenges that I'm like working with, I think especially in, in the whole product concept is that I'm really going against this idea of hearing technology should be hidden. I think this is completely counterintuitive. As much as people would like it to be hidden, it's very hard to sell something or encourage someone to wear something and then also tell them that they should try and hide it at the same time. So instead, I want to design something that's purposely visible. And so something that's no more intrusive than 
intrusive than glasses frames, but is designed in a way like there are plenty of great looking glasses frames. Why can't we have the same for hearing technology? So I'm designing something that's purposely purposely visible and I can show you a prototype that I have here. Yeah, and please. And give us some context of your your professional training as yeah, well. Sure. Are you an electrical engineer? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> when I was at university, I was studying uh, industrial design. So this is building physical products, or at least designing physical products. And uh, I actually did my thesis project at university on exactly this. How can I redesign hearing technology to actually make it desirable? And I started experimenting with a few different uh, ideas back then, but I was I was 21 when I graduated. I think I was a bit too young to really have a go in the real world at trying uh, at building this. So for the last six, seven years, I've uh, been a, a user experience designer. So I've been designing digital products in startups, agencies, consultancies, and um, digital products are much easier to build than hardware products. I'm now finding that the digital world, you can kind of come up with an idea and design a, a prototype or solution very quickly and then have a software developer make it in a period of ultimately weeks where building a hardware product can take a lot, lot longer. It's a lot harder, but I think yeah. it's a lot more rewarding at the same time to have a physical physical thing in your hands. So yeah, my background is design, but you know, in terms of actually building a hardware product in the real world, this is not something I've ever done professionally. I've done it theoretically at school, but um, this is a big learning journey for me. Absolutely. You're doing a great job so far. And as you said, it's a long-term project. It's a tough problem to solve on many levels. So stay focused, man. I think you got this. We're all rooting for you. Give us a summary of what are your messages to those of us listening, the audience here on YouTube or listening on podcasts? What are your main messages for those living with hearing loss about why is this important to get the right solution, whether it's something invisible or something visible or something simple like AirPods in certain situations? What have you noticed functionally in the last year or so? How does that benefit of hearing aids, hearing technology, amplification? How does that change your life? Why does that matter? would love to bring us back to that. Sure. Yeah. I think we often normalize so much to whatever our current level of hearing is, and we do it very very quickly and very easily. I think this is something that, you know, as, as your hearing deteriorates like over time, <clears throat> the older you get, it's often hard to notice that it's deteriorating because you're just getting used to it every day. And so I think having less than perfect hearing becomes very normal for a long time. And as soon as you actually experience, let's say like hearing in high definition, like with all the clarity you can have, it's only at that point that you can really realize how much you've been missing and how much you've been just adapting your life to your ability to hear rather than searching for, for, for more. And you know, for me, it's really been, again, kind of coming back to that concentration fatigue. I didn't even realize how much I was concentrating so much on just being able to hear simple things or even knowing that I'm going to get a parcel delivered soon. And so I've got to listen out for the doorbell. I had to actively listen out for the doorbell. And I'm consciously being aware of like, oh, make sure TV's not too loud so I can hear this or whatever. Whereas now I, I can passively listen for the doorbell. And then whenever it goes off, of course, I'll hear it. It's super loud. Um, but it's, it's all of these, what might feel quite small 
events that you realize really kind of uh, cover your whole life with so many different aspects and every social situation where you can't hear what people are saying and you end up spending so much more time and energy just listening and trying to work out what people are saying and, and when when you miss it you kind of you have a lot of kind of fallback methodologies to kind of get yourself out of embarrassing situations and kind of just get used to it. And that's just the way you deal with it. Um, and it wasn't until I actually started wearing hearing aids where I kind of thought, wow, Nick, you really should have should have got these a lot earlier because it just makes your life so much easier. But I completely understand anyone who also struggles to kind of go through that process because I did it as well I think going from the point of it really is a process of acceptance and I think there are many different stages to acceptance I think there is definitely a denial section like area of that acceptance process where you are saying to yourself and other people that you don't have any problem with hearing and in fact it's your fault for mumbling or the TV is just not loud enough or whatever. And I completely understand that process and I can understand why, how difficult it is to kind of get there. Um, and so that's really what I want to try and help. I want to change that acceptance process and not even really think of it as an acceptance process. I don't think people should have to feel like they have a problem in order to have a technological solution that improves their life. So that's really what I'm trying to focus on. Love it. We support you. Hope you have success with this and it will take time. Keep up with it. Where can we follow your work? Yeah. So um, I'm making a lot of videos so every step of the process and I'm pretty much on every social media platform. Um, and so you can follow Butterfly Audio underscore on, on most of these. Or if you go to butterflyaudio.co on my website, you have access to all of these different all of these different social media channels where I'm blogging this whole video journey from idea through to hopefully production uh, and shipping out these first actually desirable hearing aid alternatives. Yeah, I'd love to see you there. Amazing. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for coming on. And for those listening, be sure to check out the other podcast episodes where we focus on tinnitus management, hearing loss, and having conversations with other professionals. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.